Hello and welcome to the Get Around It podcast. I'm Ben Bray, and alongside me, as they always are, we have Zach Mankin and Tim Pereira. Today, we're going to run through some of the conference finals information, do a little bit of trade machine in the NBA. In the NFL, we're going to break down the NFC East. But first, I mean, we're 72 days out from the NFL season. Uh, still nothing going on. Um, do- <laughs> 10 more weeks uh, of content, guys. 10 more weeks. 10 more we can do content. it. Uh, Tim, how do you feel about the fact that we're going to have to get 10 more weeks out? Uh, I'll tell you what, guys. Just 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 be wary of incredible content. They're, we're not going to be we're not going to be grasping for straws. We're not going to be we're going to be pumping out some of the best stuff that you've heard. Fun stuff, analytical stuff, just chatting shit oh stuff. Gosh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. If there are if there are three people that can take a hundred day NFL off season and chat <laughs> an unbelievable <laughs> amount of garbage about it, all three of them are on this podcast. We will that find bets I mean, that don't exist. We will find exactly. bets that don't exist. And make it, you did mention chatting about garbage. It, it's, it just so happens that today we're talking about the <laughs> most garbage division in the NFL, the NFC East. Um, yeah. A, a team, oh, sorry, a division last year that didn't have a single winning record. Um, Tim, how do you feel going into this year about the NFC East as a, as a whole? Will any team get over the 500 mark? Oof. I'll tell you what, it's going to be close. <laughs> it is going to be cutting it close. Um, the... I just don't see it. I mean, it's the Cowboys maybe, but their defense is still trash. Mm. Um, I just don't know. It's not like they've got easy schedules either. Um, you know, I mean, let's let's start off with the the worst team last year, um, and, and let's throw the Eagles under the bus. Now, I don't know about you guys, but all I've got is really that they're poor, poor all around. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like there's not the, they have a rookie head coach, they were they are, they are the worst in the division. They don't have a receiving core. Devonte Smith, gangster in, in Alabama, don't know what he's going to do in the NFL. They don't have a running game. Their offensive line is injured. Jalen Hurts is a second year um, quarterback with limited upside, um, and their defense is trash with a rookie head coach. I just don't know what they're going to do. But apart from that, Tim, you think they're okay? Uh, but besides <laughs> all of those, fa- hey, hey, they're in Philadelphia. They've got a Philly, you know, they got Philly cheesesteaks, you know. That's yes. it. That, yeah. that, that's the silver lining. Yeah. Look, I've pretty much written down what you wrote down. I just wrote trash and then I wrote those question <laughs> nice. marks. Because, like, he started four games last year, one and three record. Not great. He, I think people thought he was good because they were comparing him to Carson Wentz beforehand, who obviously had mm. one of the worst... NFL seasons of all time, basically, as a quarterback, from what I saw. Yeah, like you said, rookie head coach. Their over-under for wins is six and a half. Do we really see Philly winning seven games, seven NFL games against NFL teams? Which I don't see it. I'm taking... I think Philly is the worst team, again, in this division. I would struggle... I'm sh- ben, do you have an argument of anything different than that? Or are you fully on the, the Eagles? I mean... I was going to say Eagles and Giants are the two worst teams in here. Um, and I, I mean, I liked Jalen Hurts. I mean, I, I liked him as a quarterback coming out of the, uh, coming out of college. And, you know, he does have that connection with Devontae Smith, but that's about it going for the team. So I don't know how, how far that could get him. And seven wins doesn't feel very achievable now that I'm looking at their their schedule as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, willing, I'm, willing, to, I'm willing to say Eagles will be the worst. 
Yeah, so go the under because I think the under's at six and a half, or the over under is at six and a half, if I'm correct. Yeah, six. Yeah, games. two dollars, two dollars thirteen for the under. So the the people of the world are actually think Philly's going to win seven games. Not sure what they're looking at, but our three incredible minds can see past the BS, so we know it's Oof. an under. We don't see Philly winning seven. <sighs> One. Come on, come on. Dude. I see two definites: the Lions and the Jets. Surely they win, right? I wouldn't be surprised. Jared, Jared Goff, revenge season? Are you kidding me? I don't want to hear any Jared Goff revenge season hype. Have we done, that? Have we done that division? Goff. Have we done that division yet? We have. No, well, have, no, we no. haven't. We haven't. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. That's... See, the content no, just haven't. keeps on. Content ideas just keep on coming. There's so many. I tell you what, oh. 10 weeks are going to fly by. My, actually, my biggest thing I hate is that the NFL offseason isn't long enough. Because we can't get through everything. <laughs> we would we would so time. much prefer to go thirty two weeks team by team. Sorry, thirty weeks oh. team by team. Oh, in depth yeah. analysis, no. we wouldn't even talk That's about us. the NBA. We just we just stick to an hour of just oh, an hour of the giant. I could speak about the Washington football team for an hour. No no trouble. Oh. I mean, first off, we... we... oh sorry, you go Tim. No 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 please please. All I was going to say, oh. I was just going to throw shade at that they still don't have a name. Um, but it's yeah, it's kind of growing on me. I'll be honest. Kind of I, is, the football team? That's that's the football nice. team. I kind of like that. Well, I mean, what what are the alternatives? The Washington? Like I know, I, what they I, heard, I know what they. I heard are. hogs. I heard hogs was was one of the ones. That, that is was the good. worst name. The Washington hogs. I heard knights <laughs> as another one. Oh, that's even worse. The thing I like that about hogs is the, the thing about hogs though is you know like Ben does the cardinal sound. Could Ben oh, yeah. doing a hog sound if it was the Washington Hogs? <laughs> that's, I reckon that's really worth it. That has to be the most compelling case to name the Washington football team the Washington Hogs, just so that I can do that, surely. I don't see sure. any other reason why you'd want that. I, don't, I, don't, I can't see. Yeah. Well, considering all the executives are listening to what we're saying. Um, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Let's make it happen. You'll probably see police report tomorrow morning. Washington Hogs announced. <laughs> <laughs> ben, what do, you think about, what do you think about Fitzmagic in this football team? I like it. Um, I had them as the second best team in the division. Um, have an incredibly good defense. And now you put Ryan Fitzmagic, who, if anyone can rescue some wins here and there, it, it, it'll be him. Um, I just, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't think that it's going to be a lot of wins. I just think it'll be the second most in the division. Uh, look, I oh, love come Fitzmagic. on. Really? You really? We all love Fitzmagic, but 17. 17- I think it was Fitzmagic played all games of the season, what, twice in his 17-year career? He's not he's not a full-season quarterback. He's the guy that gets you off to the 4-0 start and keeps you relevant and then sits out. Sits out. I, Which is beautiful because the, Taylor Henneke can I know. come in. Look, oh, unless... The GOAT. You don't know, want to win 17. You don't want to, win, don't want to go 17 and 0, though. That is true. <laughs> Look, they've obviously got the best defense in the division. I think that's pretty clear. Probably got mm. the best coaching staff, but is a huge, big old question mark about the quarterback. It's could you could a a hybrid of Fitzmagic and Henneke and Carl Allen just creep you over the line in the division? Oh. Maybe, maybe that yes. defense is that good. But I mean, I, I don't know about you and Tim. You can answer this one as well. But I would take Fitzmagic and Henneke over Daniel Jones and Jalen Hurts. Do you think? Do you think they gave him the nickname Daddy Dimes because yes. he could that throw is... dimes, or he could? <laughs> <laughs> That man is so quick like, that he trips over himself, Ben. Oh that's that's real speed. Do you want to see some real <laughs> speed? 
he gives himself <laughs> such a handicap is that he knows it's so easy to score touchdowns. He'll literally trip over on purpose to stop it. That's how good Danny Dines is. I think Fitzmagic is probably the best the best quarterback compared to the contract. I mean, I think value for money, Fitzmagic is definitely there. Oh, most bang you back in the league. Um, especially behind a good offensive line. Like, they're not great. They're, you know, they're probably towards the better side, not um, more so than the middle of the pack. I still love Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin. Um, and I don't mind Curtis Samuel with him. Their defensive, I mean, look, like you said, Ben, best defense in the league. I just, their over-under is eight and a half. I just don't know where to go because I feel like they it just – can I see them winning nine? That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. That means you have to win more than you lose for Washington. That's, I can that see is... nine. I'm counting them right now. I can see nine. <laughs> I can see nine. I reckon that because I can even see ten now that I'm no, looking at what? it. That's when we know he's he's lost the plot completely. Listen, I do I listen, do think man. they have the Look easiest the schedule. I, yeah, I do think they have the easiest schedule out of the out of the um out of the NFC. Listen, East. the losses that they have, if you pull up the schedule, the losses that they have is the Bills, the Chiefs, the Packers, the Bucks, and maybe the Seahawks. <laughs> oh Ben, lick my clit. <laughs> is it in the first six weeks of the season or the last six? No, weeks? that's 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 the back six weeks as well. Oh, that's yeah, that's a win. They've got that. Yeah. One. Um. See, those are the only losses, man. I, I, uh, are you I, serious? I, I, I feel they, good they, about that. They split it with the they split it with the Giants and the Cowboys. No, they don't. Yeah, no, they, they do. They do not we're split gonna, it with the Giants. We're going to get to the Giants. Hold off on the Giants so oh Tim and I can God. spit facts. Uh, ben, would you be interested? <laughs> $3.60 to win the division, Ben, the, the football Ooh. team. Ooh. $3.60 for a team that you're saying is going to win 10 games. I mean, if just they keep, win 10. Just put that one in your back pocket. If they win 10 in the NFL. No, NFCs, I said 9. I said 9. No, yeah, you, you could said see at 10. one point you thought they could see. I can see ten, but nine is what I think would happen. Hmm. I take the over on eight and a half. Uh, I'm not. I wouldn't. Touch you guys are fake. You guys are fake Fitzmagic fans. You guys are fake Fitzmagic. You ask me. I think. I think I'm, I think I'm right me, there. I think if you ask me, who's the best quarterback in the world over four weeks? It's Fitzmagic. But over seventeen weeks, I, I don't see the big man holding up. That's my concern with the football team. Yeah. Should we move on to the, uh, well, Tib, clearly. I'll let you take oh, the floor. Considering you're, you're a man of class, wisdom, and uh, future forward thinking. The New York Giants. Man, what is I your 2021 gonna... outlook? I don't know. They're kind of nice. Thanks. They're kind of nice. Feeling? It's we a, a first weird feeling. For, for the NFL season. I, I think we've got a funny feeling, Manks. I mean, I just looking looking at their receiving core, that's nice. Um, oh, yeah. Like the fact that they've still got Sterling Shepard, they've brought in Kenny Galladay. Um, they drafted Tony to, um, in the first round at, at I think the twentieth pick. Plus, they got Evan Ingram, um, Evan Ingram in as a tight end, who's one of those probably more more receiver than than you know um, blocking slash uh, yeah, well blocking tight ends. Um, Saquon, if Saquads is healthy throughout the year, that's that's a dub right there. They've got a good D. I mean, it ranked eleventh last year. I think they're going to be the same. <laughs> they got Did you a rank good eleven? D. Did you rank at eleven? Yeah, it was around eleven. You know, it's probably yeah. it's probably you know a a bit above average. So we're looking at Ecuador maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, the offensive line is probably the biggest. Well, not the biggest question mark, but not it's not great. But you know, Saquon he doesn't need much. Uh, besides, of course, if he goes down injured because the offensive line, um, you know, doesn't hold up. 
And finally, Daniel Jones. That is the biggest question mark. I think I think everything rides on no. Daniel Jones. If he yeah. if he does if he plays to kind of Eli when Eli just after the Super Bowl wins. So not not like anything special, but kind of just taking coasting along, taking that team where they need to be. I can see them taking out the NFC East just because everything around them besides the offensive line is good. Um, but it's it's tricky. I mean, they're they're. Their um win average is seven. I mean, their over under is seven, Manx. Ugh, that is just asking for it. But the yeah. over is a dollar seventy four. Yeah, look, I had pretty much the same as you. Big year for Danny Dimes. Probably like this is it. I think this is make or break. I think third year in the league, you could make excuses for the first two years with different circumstances of why he didn't uh, fulfill the Danny Dimes nickname. But I think he's going to show significant. I think we're going to see Danny Dimes play some really good football. Um, say quads that's the other thing can he really stay healthy for a year I think this is a big year for his career like if he has another year where he gets a big injury mm. I think it's not looking great but in saying that I am I am bullish on the the New York City Giants I'm thinking they're $3.26 just to make the playoffs and they're $4.50 to win the division and if Thanks. you want free if you want free money and you have a mortgage to pay this is where all your money should be going because that is kind of dirty Three dollars twenty six to make the playoffs. Ben, you you seem very bearish on this. <laughs> bearish? Yeah. Um, a baby. Come on, man. What are we doing? This is this is Daniel Jones that we're talking about. I mean, I know. Like you talk about okay, you talk about like a guy who played. He played fourteen games last year and was eleven touch eleven touchdowns, ten interceptions. Like what kind of what kind of massive leap are you expecting from this guy? I mean, seriously, what are we doing here, people? Jalen Hurts, who played only who started only four games, had six touchdowns, four interceptions, and had half the yards. Come on, man. Mm. Come mm. on, man. What are we ben. doing? What are ben. we doing? Honestly, what are we doing? I do not understand this. Like, you want to know something else that's crazy? Mitchell Chabrisky started ten games oh, last year. Oh my god, how did he get into this? Sixteen <laughs> touchdowns, eight interceptions. We're like what? <laughs> what are we doing, people? Like this is this is absurd. Daniel Jones doesn't got it. That's that's what that's what's playing on my mind right now. Daniel Jones don't, don't got it. It's going to be another year of mediocrity for him. And like you said, it's his last chance. And I think that's just going to get to him. Hey, New York media, you, you know, baby. you know what the New York media is like, Mankin. You know what the New York media no, is like. We are supportive of Daniel. They Jones. get they get a whiff of winning, and then you don't give them winning. It's over. You're yeah, out but that's the thing. There is no whiff of winning. So it's just full. Oh my god! Low expectations. Manx, how quickly? Sorry. How quickly they forget? How oh, quickly they forget? 2019, yeah. 24 touchdowns to twelve interceptions, eighty-seven passer rating. Ben is the classic media personality. Short memory, living in the moment, got the blinders on, god. just cannot how see what we see. <laughs> Look, so I think Tim and I, Tim and I, are thinking, are you? Would you, if you had to say who your division favorite is, Tim? Would you actually say the Giants, or do you just think they're? The best value for money. I think they're the best value for money. I think the Cowboys are still are still my favorite just because just because of Dak. Um, having the best quarterback in the division, besides of course Fitzmagic, um, of course does put you over the top. Um, but again, the biggest the biggest thing is their defense, and I think the Giants seem if the Giants seem to have the best all round team. I actually know the football team do. I think the Giants yeah. just have that. Yeah, that they spark. do. The they do. I think. I think. Yeah, I think the Giants just have that little spark. And I think if Saquon Barkley can stay healthy, 
I mean, that's 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 um, what's his name? Oh, I big can't. F. That's my only issue. I know. Quads. I know, but he's gift of longevity. But but I, just I just going off what he looks like. Be... Just going off what he looks like, Ben. He is if he can say as healthy, he is the next Barry. He is the next Sanders. Oh my god. Do you okay. hear yourselves talking? Unbelievable. Is this going to be your next Raider Nation? Is this the, is this Raider Nation of, of 2021? We went wrong. Things just didn't fall their way, Ben. That happens. Exactly, Ben. Hey, right. oh, hey tweet, God. tweet. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong point. with tweet, tweet. They were a year away, okay? <laughs> You're saying, you saying that the Giants away. are ready now. You're saying that the Giants are ready now. That's the difference. Hey, look, Tim, before we get into the Cowboys, I'll do that. I'm going to say Giants are my favorites. Really? I think... It's something's brewing in New York, all right? Something's brewing in New York. The thing with the Cowboys is we're pretty much saying the football team is the best team bar the quarterback. Dallas probably has the best quarterback, but I feel like we played this, you know, we played this out for a number of years with the Cowboys with how much talent they've got. Mark McCarthy, I've I watched him in Green Bay for 10 years. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers to carry him to the playoffs this time. He has Dak. And again, Dak coming back from a serious injury. We don't like talking about injuries, but. I just think you're asking a lot for Dak to come back and be like what he was straight away. There's going to be some grow- some growing pains getting himself back into shape, and I think this division's going to be too close for that. For that, for, so like that's going to mean a lot because the division's going to be so close. They don't have any weeks to spare. I think Dallas oh Dallas finished second in the division. I think the Giants take it out. Oh my god, I'm clipping this and <laughs> showing this at the end of the season under Danny worst Dimes. takes. Of Danny the, uh, unbelievable. God, you got to. You gotta risk it for the biscuit, Ben. All right. This and is just this is just being stupid. This is really just on, being stupid. Don't don't sleep on New York sport. All right. I'm I'm sleeping so hard. Hey, hey, hey. Right if, if, we've we anything, the... if we've seen anything, if we've if we've seen anything, Manx Manx, yeah. your your Knicks. The Giants have <laughs> the off. Giants have so much momentum coming into this season. Oh, it's ridiculous. Winning winning is contagious. I heard Julius Randle starting a tight end as well. They're getting him in there <laughs> just to add a bit of juice to the team. Hey, I'm telling you, wait till we get to the Jets. You, you'll hear some serious New York, New York Jets, right? But no, I think go on the Ben. Why why are you wrong? Why do you think the Cowboys are winning? It's Dak. That's what it is. If if we're so concerned about quarterbacks. With the Redskins, the Cowboys have the best quarterback. I think coming back from the injury, sure, that's going to be a big deal. But they still have an insane offense. Obviously, the defense sucks, but but like <laughs> at the end of the day, they're up against. They're playing the Eagles twice. They're playing the Giants twice, and you know the Redskins might beat them out. But that's a good Cowboys team, and I think anybody would be would be bullish on them anyway. I I I, I don't see why we'd be putting the Giants over them. Tim, surely you are on my side. Here. Look, I think I think the Cowboys definitely have they definitely should be the favorite. I just I hate how they don't have a defense. I hate how they don't have a defense. I what think their offense people? What wins championships here? His defense makes. But defense. but we're we're looking at regular season games and the Cowboys have that much punk. I mean, Dak with those receivers, great <clears throat> offensive line. I mean, Zeke Zeke may eat a little bit. I think he needs to stop eating in the offseason, but He's hungry. He's hungry. He is hungry. I don't know. It's tough. I think I think the Cowboys have to be the favorites. I think Washington I think the Cowboys I just don't trust their coaching. I just don't I'm with you, Manx. I think the Giants have a better coach. But then I just don't trust Danny Danny Dimes. So it does seem like the football team should take Anthony, it out this year. Yeah. 
Mm. Isn't, yes, isn't the um isn't the Falcons head coach now the defensive coordinator? That is the that is, is. That, how true. how did the Falcons how did the, so you got a Mike McCarthy offense and a Quinn defense? Like, are you trying <laughs> to lose football games? Like, what are we doing here? Come on, <sighs> open your yeah. eyes, open your eyes, people. Mm, I mean, it's not. God, this yeah, is just a shit listen, division. It's better, <laughs> this it's is better just a than it's better division. than what, what the Giants have. That's all that it is, man. It's better than what the Giants have. That that's what it is for me. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. No, I don't agree. I was just more of a more of a dismissive. It okay. is. It is going to be. Don't you have Jason be... Garrett as the offensive coordinator of the Giants? Yeah, but he did that's well. Oh, actually, no, that's no, he didn't do well. That's a lie. Really, really, we're talking about but coaching, making. Give me Jason Garrett. Give me Jason Garrett over Mike McCarthy. Jason Garrett? I don't know who the hell that is. I did <laughs> not know. Who I the said hell Jason that is. Garrett. You Garrett. didn't. You said carrot. You Should said I carrot. Take, you I have time. to agree. I got to agree with you, Manx. I'd take I'd take um, Jason Garrett over Mike McCarthy just because Mike McCarthy did have a rod for that long. So and could barely win nine games. Barely. And Garrett pretty much made the the, the playoffs. You know, a, a fair share of the time with the Cowboys team. He does. I don't. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Oh my god, man! This is this is just. It is what it is. The worst division in the league, though. There's no doubt about it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's like, probably the most interesting, though, just because they is. all equally have so many flaws that anyone could really win it. It is crazy. Is actually, I'll, I'll count. Yeah, the Eagles. The Eagles. Are we all? Are we all in agreement that the Eagles have no chance of winning the div? I think we're all in agreement on that one. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I'm with you. Is there a way that we can short the Eagles incredibly? Uh, do you know what I hope they do? I hope they I hope they have a really strong start to the season. And then we we call up sports bet, say, hey, look, we know this isn't gonna last. Can we bet the under? Make some oh, easy money. Yeah, I like that. So Eagles go off to a flyer and then we bet on the Giants to win the division, because the odds right. will be even better. I like what you did there. Okay. We're going to begin our NBA coverage, starting with the East. Bucks, Hawks, game four tomorrow. We're looking at 2-1. And I think I will finally, I finally feel safe to say I will do not. I think Trey Young's done. I don't have to watch Trey Young anymore. I think the Hawks' incredible playoff run is over. Uh, ben, what do we, do we think the Bucks, you know, kind of finish the series tomorrow in game four? Or do you think there's some, them ice, some ice trade magic still left in this series? Well, I don't know about you, but I saw the way that Ice Trey was running back with that ankle that he sprained on a referee. Um, brother is not That's moving That's what the you same. get. That's what you get for drawing fouls <laughs> three rounds. That is karma. Uh, he is not moving the same. Um, and if we're honest with ourselves, he is the Hawks. Without him, that that team just isn't the same. Lou Will cannot shoot the lights out the way that Trey Young can. Mm. So it's it just is what it is, and the Bucks are too good. I mean, you got Chris Middleton putting up 38 and Giannis putting up 33. I don't know how you're meant to stop that. And you got Bobby Portis coming off the bench, putting up at least 12. I mean, I mean, what what, what else do you need from from them really? I think they they do win Game Three and, and sorry Game Four, and from there it's it's over. But I mean, Tim, do you have any other thoughts on that, or are you same boat? I think I'm in the same boat. I mean, Trey injured. 
or at least Trey not 100%, that impacts the Hawks incredibly. And you saw kind of what happened when he went off for that little stretch, how they just they weren't in sync. They, they allowed the Bucks to kind of come back and, and creep back into the game. Um, and, and you're right, like Middleton t- turned into MJ in the fourth. Like that was ridiculous. The amount of mid ranges he was hot mm. from three. He was incredible. Yet Giannis, who kind of he, he's starting to understand that once he he understands now how to involve his teammates when they build the wall. Um, you know, and, and that wall, that wall, mate. <laughs> Trump, Trump, Trump would be so proud of some of these teams. But <laughs> but damn, I just it's it's kind of I mean, look, I kind of want it to be over because. I just want to see. I just want the finals. You know, I just want to see the Suns versus the Bucks, um, if that happens. But look, I think I think without Trey, that team, like you said, Ben, Lou will can't shoot the lights out. John Collins doesn't have the same spacing. Um, Clint Capella is pretty much useless unless Trey's on the on hey. the court. No, I agree. So, so I think I think you're. I, do you think it goes to six? I think I got a feeling that that Atlanta sneak one back in. Mm, really, Bucks and five. We've been through this. Yeah, we have Bucks and five. This. I just think, yeah, I think Trey going down. Trey is the Hawks. You said it. Yeah. There's not much else going on. Um, and like I said, when if Middleton plays like that in the last three minutes of games, mm. like you, will, you will not beat old. the Bucks. No one will beat the Bucks because Giannis will make sure that that game is closed for the first 45 minutes just to the way he dominates. But that last three minutes has been the thing people are iffy about with the Bucks. And when Middleton does that, just take it to the bank. Bucks ain't losing. And But I think this is a great time. What a playoff run for the Hawks. Mm. Yeah, oh, it's been amazing. This has been unbelievable. I think for me, I look at it, I thought Steph was going to be the only small guard you could really build a title team around. But I think Trey's kind of proving, I think the small guard, you can build a team around a small guard and win a championship. Because I, if I, was, I wasn't a believer before, but I'm a Trey Young believer now, which considering how much I hated him six weeks ago, it's an impressive turnaround mm. for Trey. I mm. think good future for the Hawks, for sure, with Trey. It's funny how yeah. you know, it's unexpected. Oh, come as on. In Trey's, we as saw... In... Oh, for Trey Young. For Trey Young, just coming out of the woodwork, yeah. you know, he, he's 100%. always been that kind of perennial, perennial, fuck me. Uh, Here we go. Perennial? 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 Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Are you having a stroke? You? I think so. I think so. Why is my, what is the right side of my body feel numb? Um, <laughs> you know, he, he always was that 25 and, and, you know, eight, nine guy. Not gonna try to say it. Yeah, yeah. So is twenty five eight and in five like a like a synonym for perennial now? Is that what that is? Perennial. <laughs> there we are. He was a perennial. Yeah, you know, still doesn't he, say he, that, but it's a pass. Uh, look, that's all. Like, hey, passes get yeah. passes get degrees. P's get degrees. P's get degrees. But yeah, I think I think yeah. I don't know about you guys, but it kind of came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, I didn't uh, think Trey's offensive game could be so effective in the playoffs. Like, I didn't think it would transfer this well. That was the thing for me. And I probably didn't give enough credit to, like, how well-rounded he is offensively. Like, I didn't realize that he's flying. I knew his flight was good, but I didn't realize it could be this good. I didn't realize how much impact he had on the game outside of scoring. And then that's what surprised me for him. Well, if anything, it it shouldn't. Because, I mean, last year he did average more points and, you know, the same amount of assists, shot better efficiently. I think what really is the step-up of anything is the rest of the team. You know, forever, you know, Trey Young, we knew Trey Young could shoot, right? It was just the rest of that team. 
players like John Collins, who at the beginning of the season, people were talking about trading, right? Mm. People like John Collins, who's now been really great. People like DeAndre Hunter turning up, actually turning up. Kevin Herter, you know, the ginger ninja, but Bogdanovich adding him to the team. Like the team's come together. Nate McMillan has done an incredible job stepping up. I mean, I think mm. the rest of the team around Trey has really come together to ensure that he is able to succeed because he's always been good. Yeah, he's always like, been good. Last year, like the, he had those those points he was scoring were so damn empty, like they were bad. Their clutch numbers were bad, and that was half his fault with that Hawks team last year. And also, like I don't know about I don't know if the team matters as much. I still think Trey. I remember all the um all the gossip going around about how his teammates were sick of him hooking mm. the ball. Like that hasn't. Oh, I know okay. winning winning fixes everything. So. They're not talking about that now, but like if this Hawks team starts off next year not playing well or like continues for a season, like I could see that coming, that could still come back. So like I'm not, I still think it's a very big surprise, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not fully, I'm not fully on the camp like you are, Ben. I'm such a hater, man. You just hate him because he's a hater. He's I, just gave ass, a, I just gave a lovely speech about Trey Young. I gave a lovely speech about Trey Young and how he's yeah. changed my opinion. That felt, it felt forced. I don't know about you, Tim. It felt forced. I mean, look, Manx. I know, I know your hate for him is. It, it, everyone knows your hate for him. It's well documented, but <laughs> it, it is it is nice to hear you kind of you know giving credit where credit's due. Yeah, thank you, Tim. Goddamn, Ben. I try, I try and show a bit of well roundedness on this program, ben, and I just ben, get. We get understand it. that you hate a lot of players, and, and that and that that never changes, no matter how they play. Hmm. But you know. Sometimes, sometimes you got to give credit where credit's due. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, let's give credit where credit's due to then the team that played today, the Clippers. Nice, I mean, nice, Ben. Back. I thought. I thought that's where you were going. I thought you were going to take that, but I just well, I, I, I thought. You. I thought. You know what? You you got to pass the buck sometimes. You do. I mean, I appreciate it. I mean, Clippers <laughs> down three one. Game five today came out one one hundred sixteen to one hundred two. I mean, the man that. The man that Mankin hates with her passion, Paul George, is still mm. on an incredible tear. Mm. Forty-one points today. Uh, really put him and Reggie Jackson, who I'm, who is going to get paid a lot this offseason. Oh, such mm-hmm. um, Reggie Jackson is going to get Terry Rozier type money um, <laughs> this offseason. But yeah, I mean, they came out backs against the wall, um, got another win in what I think a lot of a lot of us would have thought was going to be the dagger in the heart moment, where the Suns actually just take it out. Um, how do we feel, how do we feel about it? I mean, makes I know you're you're a hater. What, how did you feel hater. about this game? I'm not a hater. I think I've just documented the amount of shortcomings PG has in the playoffs, but he was so insane today. I'm still so confused about how the Clippers are still like mm. alive. Like, yeah. I don't understand it. I just I think they're so battle hardened from last year's playoffs, and you can see that this team is so championship ready. If it wasn't for the fact that Kawhi's knee yeah. is so unreliable. Yeah, like, man. It's such a shame they don't have Kawhi. Because if, you know, if Kawhi is healthy, like, it's probably 3 2 the other way. Because mm. even, like, it's 3 2 now without Kawhi, and the Clippers in clutch time have been horrible, and their free throw shooting's been horrendous in the fourth. Like, it could easily be 3 2 Clippers without Kawhi. If you had Kawhi with those last six minutes of these fourth quarters, because the series has been so close so far, well, the Clippers are probably going to the finals. But as of right now, the team of this Clippers, it's unbelievable. I. I'm still shocked that they're doing this. And I could see Game 7. I think mm. they win LA. Ooh. Ooh. And then lose Game 7 because it's PG. <laughs> <laughs> Something's never changed. Oh, man. Tim, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. This is, this is the most interesting series I've 
I have seen. I mean, look at Pep, Pep Bev. I mean, his <laughs> defense at the moment, that is the definition of a dog. Like, oh, that, so that man, I mean, today when Chris Paul went down and he got up and he started mocking him, because that was a hard four. Like, yes, it was a bit of a flop, but that was a hard four. four and he does, not, he does not care. The man is that, is that you know, focused on the game and just winning at all costs. It's, it's pretty incredible to watch. Reggie Jackson... Like you said, bag as he deserves. I mean, this playoff run has been incredible. He he's been he stepped up as that second option to to PG. Um, sometimes taking over when PG couldn't. Um, and then yeah, Max PG not playoff. It's playoff P. It's not pandemic P. It's not PG thirteen percent. The man's ever ever since Kawhi went down, I'm pretty sure he's averaging thirty eleven and five or something like that. So a ridiculous stat line. Um, and also fair play to Ty Lue who has some uh-huh. of the best adjustments, both mid-game and game-to-game, um, game, that I've ever seen. He's 10-2 and two in um, in elimination games, which is pretty incredible to think about, considering Brooklyn passed on him, the Lakers passed on him, and a few other teams just... It, it wasn't even contention. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, my other big takeaway from the Cleveland series is we talked about Kawhi. At what point is Kawhi's injuries just a problem for a team if they want to like obviously he's eligible to sign another contract this summer like ever since toronto this guy has been load managing at a historical rate in the nba and the whole point of the load managing is that he would be right for playoffs like this right now is a championship team if Kawhi is 80 percent, i reckon 89 percent. and like even with all this load managing he still isn't there in playoff times do you think the Kawhi's knee is a problem no absolutely not I, I, that's no, come on, man. We're talking about Kawhi Leonard. I, if Kawhi Leonard was on this team, then they would have swept the Suns. I agree. I mean, that's my point though. But like he load managers for two years and he's still not right for the moment where they could win. I, st- I still think the gamble in terms of if he is healthy, you pretty much win the chip is worth it. I mean, mm. like he can get paid as much as he wants. The, the second that guy is on your team, we've seen when he turns it on, it is, it is incredibly difficult to stop. You know, he, he carried that Toronto team to a championship two years ago now. Um, and I get it. He's been injured these past two years. But, you know, you could say the same about someone like uh, Clay Thompson. Or you could say things about James Harden and all these other players where they get injured or they just don't play as well. But it's it's when 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 Kawhi's there, I'm willing to pay as much as I need to. It's, I will pay him as much as I need to because when, when he's in, it's it's impossible. Mm. I agree. I think I think Kawhi is a player. He he's you know when he's healthy and when he's like you said switched on. Ben, I don't think there's anyone better in the world. Um, just how how you know potentially KD um, and, and Bron Bron. But even then, like you think about his defense and how he just shuts yeah. down guys one to five. It's pretty incredible. And I think I think uh, I agree. You know, you pay him whatever you need to to keep him there because you can put people around him and he will win. Um, maybe not in the regular season, but in the playoffs. And yes, he, he has been injured. I mean, he's been injured this playoffs. He wasn't 100% last year, um, but but still, you know, he, he still put up 30, 34 points per game in, mm. in that in that Nugget series. And he and he carried that team to a game seven when, and then of course he he burnt out. So if we can, if we don't say anything about KD when he burns out, we can't say anything about Kawhi. And I think this year it's just been unfortunate. So. The best ability is availability. That you is know? true. And that look, is true. I'm not a fan oh of it. Of course, talk about, talk about oh. the Suns then availability. 
they've got their let's say big three and i want to just put quotation marks i do think it's a, a bigger i think it's the biggest three in the playoffs at the moment um but well i, I think drew holiday hasn't been performing as well as he should have so i think that's um that's that that kind of puts him puts that the sun's big three above them and that again personal opinion but what's happened you think you think with cp3 d book and Aiton, you'd plus the surrounding role players you think it should be full one to the to the suns but the clippers just keep coming back what what's is there anything wrong with the suns or is it the clippers that are that are forcing this well, if we even look back again, right, to, to the game before this one, if we look back to game four, right, the 84-80 win that the Suns had, they should have won that game by 20. The Clippers were mm. shooting awful from the, from the three. So the Suns should have blew them out, but they didn't. I mean, that I, that I think is an indicator of where this Suns team is. I think that as they get further and further into these playoffs, right, uh, they lose the confidence that they have of having CP3 because I think CP3 also loses some of that too. Right, because you know, we we heard him in the in an interview where they said, "You're up three one. How are you feeling?" And he went, "I don't talk about three ones," because he's had that many times where he's blown a three one lead. Right, mm. so I don't know, man. I think this this Suns team is fun. They're young, which is and you pointed to it earlier, Mankin. Is this is a championship ready team in the Clippers who have championship pieces and have veterans on their team who, when the going gets tough, you know, they get going and they're working hard. So. I don't know, man. I, I I don't think it's I don't think it's a fault of the Clippers that they're that they're down. I, I like I think the the Suns, if anything, are a bit lucky. Yeah, I'm 100 on the same page. Like I'm not completely off the Suns bandwagon, but I'm I'm not quite there as I was. I just if you look at their playoff run, they would have lost to the Lakers if the Lakers were healthy because the Lakers were up two one even when they weren't 100 percent right. As soon as AD mm-hmm. goes down, that series changes. I think the Jazz series they played out of their minds. And also, mm-hmm. you got to remember that Jazz team. We 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 all kind of think they're a little bit flawed as a playoff team, and Donovan not one hundred percent healthy. And then now they run into the Clippers, who don't have you know the top one of the top five best players in the world. And it's three two going back to LA. Reggie Jackson is their second best player. Like mm. so, the Suns have had a pretty good run. And if you even go back, you know, to the start of the regular season, they've probably been the healthiest team in the league all year. Like mm. compared to the majority of the league, who we're still kind of dealing with the post-bubble uh, uh, health. Um, so I think what they've seen so far, this is probably the best version of the Suns you could get if you simulated this season, season 100 times. I still think this, this is like the best version of the Suns season you're going to get. And I think they're going to run into a brick wall with the Bucks if they do win this series. Mm. I think the Bucks is the first team to go up against that are healthy, are championship ready. They've been through the heartache of losing prior seasons. So... Yeah, I think the Suns will still get past this series, but I think, yeah, I, th- I don't think they're enough to win it all. This is a shame for CP3. Hmm. And I, I did have a question about the whole CP3 thing. With him being, he is pretty intermittent in terms of his availability for the team, even in games, you know, he's not able to play, you know, the whole shtick sometimes. Um, is is this CP3 carrying them? Like is because uh, a lot of people talk about the fact that this is CP3's team and he's carrying them, but is it? Is it even no. CP3's team? Because part of me feels as if it's just a team. I think I think, he's the I think... Best, he's the third. Sorry, he's the third best player on his team this series. Oof. Yep. I reckon. Yeah. Because Aiton's been unbelievable. You Incredible. cannot ask for more of DeAndre Aiton right now. And D Book off the triple double in the first. Like they were what they went up two 0 without him without CP3. Yeah. Mm. Like. 
I think I don't think he's he's definitely not a liability because he is that leader of the team. Him, but I do think I think the team is is strong enough even without him. I think he just brings them over the top in terms of you know just being confident. Um, I mean, D book. I, I think I think that mask is definitely playing a factor. Um, but even even just see something seems to be wrong a little bit with CP. Um, and just the way that, you know, his mid range just isn't as smooth as possible, you know, as it normally is. Some of the shots that he normally gets down when he, when he, you know, goes to a high screen, drives into the paint and then takes that elbow shot. Um, he just, it, everything seems to be a little bit off at the moment. And I don't know whether or not it's just because CP is not, you know, CP3 is not a hundred percent after the, after COVID or, or, and that break or, or, or maybe the team just isn't clicking with him around. Uh, you know, I've, like you said, Ben, I want to see him with a ring more than anything. But is it his year? This is his last chance, I reckon. Yeah, last chance you. If you look at the next year, this is last chance you for CP three. They're just they're not going to get a better run. Like like look at their run they've had next year. You know, all those teams in the West are coming back, hmm. probably stronger. Um, yeah, so let's. I hope they get it done, but I've got my doubts. Talking about doubts and players being doubtful for playing the same for the same team next year, boys. There's some trades that have uh, have been you know there's been murmurs of these these current players potentially being traded away from their teams. Players like Ben Simmons, Russell Westbrook, potentially Dame. Um, so of course, as every good GM does, Ben and Mankin, as, as well as myself have thrown, uh, have, have taken out the trade machine and, uh, and, and you know, brush the dust off because it's been a long season. Mm-hmm. And finally we get to put on our GM, GM cap and, uh, and make some money moves. Now, boys, anything exciting? This is, is anything exciting? Is the Pope Catholic? Oh my God. This is where this is where I make my living in the in the fake GM world. Um, look, I'll start off. Let's start with the elephant in the room. Let's start with Ben Simmons, okay. who recently has turned his back on his country, so he can get traded, and I don't have any bad feelings about it. Um, nice. I started off with just the you know the fantasy from a fan perspective. I would love to see him on the Lakers. It will not happen. Yeah, would you? I would. I just think that that is NBA 2K-esque, getting Simmons, LeBron. That is, that is you know, clutch sports, Rich Paul. Yeah. You'd love to see it. So, but if I was going to chuck the GM hat on, for me, I think the Wizards makes the most sense. Because really? from the Wizards' perspective, I think they're ready to blow it up. I think they've got Brad, Bradley Beal's kind of been murmuring and wanting getting out for the last couple of years. Westbrook's contract, even though he had an amazing year, isn't really something you'd want to have. Um, obviously, Davis Bertans, they paid him a bag and he was horrendous. So I think they're ready to blow it up. I think Bradley Bill for Ben Simmons, something centered around their works. Uh, the contracts match up. That is where I would put my money on if Ben Simmons gets traded. And I think okay. it does. I think it's a good fit. I think Bill gives the Sixers what they need. So okay. I don't know what you think about that, Ben. That was the. Uh, That's an interesting one. Um, I had a Wizards in a trade, and that was a Russell Westbrook trade. But I didn't have Ben Simmons going there. So what? You mm. had Russell. You had Bradley Beal for Ben Simmons, and I assume that you had to send a couple more picks with no. Ben Simmons. Yeah. Oh yeah, with Ben Simmons. Yes. Yeah. 
They're two remain. They're probably the two remaining first Phillies. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Um, interesting. Okay. Um, uh, did you draw up a Lakers Wizards trade by chance for for Russell Westbrook? I didn't do one for Russ because I actually banked on you doing it. So nice. I, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I will say the Russell Westbrook trade for the Wizards never again would never happen. Also, because this is a, a crap trade. Mm. Um, it's Russell Westbrook for KCP, Carl Kuzma. And Taylor Horton Tucker plus two first because that's all the Lakers. Wow. Have. Okay. Wait, the Which... Lakers are send- the Lakers are sending Kuzma and giving up first. So immediately, I didn't like that one. I did have another Russell Westbrook trade. Um, and I liked it. Uh, it's fun. That's what is what I'll say. It's it involves the Knicks. It involves Ooh. the Wizards, and it involves the Pelicans. Um, oh, because the Pelicans are going to want to, the Wizards are ready to blow it up. They need to get rid of Bradley Beal and Russell. Lodgy. So they send, <laughs> so they send Russell to the Knicks because they got a, a crap ton of cat. They send them back Kevin Knox and a bunch of firsts because they want to win now. Then Jesus. the Wizards get Brandon Ingram and two firsts for Bradley Beal. Hmm. Which could work, seeing as the Pelicans are losing their ball, primary ball handler in Lonzo mm. Ball, and Bradley Beal, we've seen, can be a, a, a primary ball handler. There is mm. no way. There is no <laughs> way the Knicks give up three first-round picks and the future MVP, Kevin Knox, for Russell. <laughs> that is a Listen, lot. You can, give, is... you can give up I one just... less. You can give up one less pick, but I'm you have to give up a pick. No. Look, as a as a fan and a future GM, I I think you're asking the Knicks to do something that they have said multiple times in the last couple of years since Leon Rose came, where they will not sell out the team for a for a big name. Which oh, is what you, they've done you know, you know they want bet. to. If you they know this, they goddamn want to. I'll cry if we do this. Oh god. So that was my yeah, ben, those are my Russell Westbrook runs. But Ben, just quickly, um, What's the one point one four LeBron, or the the two point nine five? What is it? How how close oh, they so, are to LeBron? No, so that's like that's like an acronym that they have on this trade, oh. trade machine website because um, they just had it's a, a bunch of other things that it adds to the team, and it's like they've made it into an acronym of LeBron. Oh, fair enough. Just just yeah. complete goat goat status. <laughs> sure, sure thing. To see the amount uh, how, how they can carry a team. <laughs> Do we so? Do we think Russ gets traded? This like, do we think that actually happens, or are we do we feel we're kind of stretching? Well, I thought. I mean, I looked at. I, I found a trade, Ben, a little bit different to yours. Instead of giving up um, uh, THT, I I, I did um, uh, Carwell, Pope, Kuzma, and Trez plus a couple of picks for Russ. Trez is a free eight, isn't he? Yeah. I th- oh no, sign he's got sign and trade. Either a sign and trade. I thought he had one more year left. I thought he signed a two-year deal, or was it one well, it year with a player, player option? option? I, yeah, I think it maybe, was a maybe it's a, maybe it's a sign and trade, but Trez Kuzma and um and, and yeah, Carbo yeah. Pope. I could yeah. say that for us. I could say yeah. that for us. But I don't I like it. I don't even happen. like it for the Lakers. Why? Yeah. Why oh. would you have two primary ball handlers? Like it's that doesn't of, make sense. And 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 it's not like Russ can shoot the three. Mm. Yeah, but it's Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis on the same team. <laughs> stop, stop ruining this, all right? That would be amazing. See, I think Ben Simmons is the one who's going to – I mean, I think Ben Sim- – oh, look, I don't know if Ben Simmons gets traded, but 
But there are, I mean, there are teams out there that, you know, I've got here the Kings for Heald and um, Marvin Bagley. Blazers. Yeah, for Ben Simmons. CJ McCullum, um, pretty much a straight swap because their contracts kind of line up. Um, The Spurs, sign and trade DeRozan. Um, The Timberwolves, apparently the Timberwolves really, really want. I did, I did hear that. If, I if, heard that. If, if the Timberwolves, sorry, if the Sixers get back D'Angelo Russell for Ben Simmons, they will not yeah. be happy when that season starts. No. We've seen what D'Angelo Russell does on teams that should win games. They but tend my, to fav- my favorite one is the Warriors. And this is my three-way trade. Okay, bring, give it to me. Okay, so it's a three-way trade between the 76ers, the Warriors, and the Thunder. So the 76ers receive Kemba. The Warriors get Ben Simmons. The Thunder get Wiggins and a couple picks. Now I don't know how I don't know how likely this is. The Kemba, I, the Kemba cardiac might might struggle. Um, but for the Warriors, getting Ben Simmons and not giving up Clay, Steph, Draymond, or Wiseman. I mean. Tim, it's it's optimistic because you got Draymond Green and Ben Simmons playing on the same court. Um, yeah, Draymond Draymond can be more of a role player. <laughs> <laughs> Draymond Draymond could be your Donis Haslam. Oh man, um, uh, I, the trade makes sense, but like I don't see why the Warriors would want Ben Simmons. Yeah, I just think honest. it'd be nice. I think Ben Simmons on that team. Imagine how many assists he would average. Ben Simmons is like Draymond Green, but Draymond Green will actually take an open three. That's the only thing. Exactly. That is true. Oh, Woody. Yes. Draymond... Have you... That you boy pulls uh, open threes. Man, I've seen I've seen plenty of times when that man is standing at the top of the key and is just waiting for Steph to get open. Yeah, well, obviously you're going to try and get... Did you not watch the shop? Where... <laughs> <laughs> great, great snippet. That's a great... To be honest, that actually kind of changed my opinion on the whole matter. When you hear him say it like that, it's like, that's a good point. If, Dram- exactly. if you can get Steph Curry open... Why wouldn't you? Unless, unless it's Tim in the corner, then you're probably... 100%. Tim in the corner, corner three. Um, so, Ben Simmons, just quickly, do we see him... If you have to guess, he gets moved. Like, I don't... Would you say the McCullum trade is the most likely? I don't see that happening. Well, personally, I, you see, I do have, got, I do uh, have a four-team trade. Jesus Christ! That could, that could tickle, <laughs> that could tickle the fancy of a lot of NBA executives. Let me send it through to you right now. I think you're, um, I think you're addicted. I don't. To, I don't. This does involve Damian Lillard and CMJ McCullum. So this is this is a fantasy <laughs> world almost. Okay. But Holy. Shit. The, 76ers, the Trailblazers, the Mavs, and the Hornets. What do the Mavericks... Let's talk about the 76ers first. What do they need? They need to get rid of Ben Simmons, and they need a good point guard. Damian Lillard's the guy, right? So they send Ben Simmons, Matisse Thybul, and three firsts, technically for Damian Lillard, right? The Trailblazers then also want to offload CJ, because it's it's tank time, baby. So they offload CJ to the Mavs, because they need another option for Luka. And, mm. and in the process, the Mavs get rid of Kristaps to the Hornets, and they also give him Dorian Finney-Smith, so that the Hornets <laughs> can give the Trailblazers PJ Washington, and oh then God. the Trailblazers also get some picks from the Mavs to make it to, for, for their troubles. Bloody <laughs> hell. troubles! Do you think the Maverick? So, oh wait, hold on, I'm trying to remember which team I thought had the biggest issue with this. Do you, oh, that's uh, the, the, the Blazers. Blazers. 
Do you think the Blazers <laughs> go from having one of the top like seven players in the world to let's tank? They're gonna get rid of Damian Lillard in his prime. Yeah, in order to because Damian Lillard doesn't want to be there, man. Yeah, but wouldn't you tank to try and get someone like Damian Lillard? Listen, man, they have their picks. They now pick up a bunch of picks from 76ers who, in a, in a while, will be bad. Yeah. Um, like, they could get they could tr- get rid of a tw- the 2021 one and put in, like, a 2027 one because by then the Sixers will be bad. Um, you get off CJ McCollum because he just hasn't been good. I think the person who likes this the most is the Mavs because mm, they, get, they get rid of Chris Stapps and then, then Luca gets his, himself a number two. Mm. Um, the Trailblazers get Ben Simmons. You, you guys are high on Ben Simmons, high on Timothy uh, Stiebel. PJ Washington's a great young option. Mm. God, you sound like a real GM when you try and sell it. You, you really <laughs> go for it. And there's a lot of firsts in there, man. I, I could it's throw a lot more of in there. No, I could throw even more. I don't think there's enough. I don't think there's enough space in the cloud. For you God, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel so bad for the Hornets cap. Look at that, thirty-one point four million cap hit. Yeah, but they're also they're losing the Hornets, and the reason I did that is because the Hornets are losing this year. They're losing Cody Zeller. They're also losing one of their uh, Bismack Biombo. So they're losing a bunch of big men. So mm. like a fresh start with Kristaps Porzingis, who is a rim runner, gives Lamelo Ball some space, um, gives Lamelo Ball some space in the center to possibly pass it out to a big man like Kristaps because he just shoots threes. Bit mm. of fun, bit of fun down in Charlotte. Look, I think the Seventy Sixers love this trade. Yeah, so I'm the 76ers come out of this with Dave Lillard. I'm not sure yeah. through all they this. They could mess. trade more. They could trade more. Um, Look, but I, I just like I wanted. I wanted four teams. I wanted four teams. If I'm honest with you. Yeah, yeah you did well, you've, mate. You've, really, you've done well to somehow include the Hornets. I'm pretty impressed by that. I don't know how they got involved, <laughs> but they're in there. It's impressive. Because um, the, the reason that yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. I did nice. my most of my time was spent on the CJ McCollum saga because mm-hmm. I thought. If we look at Portland, they're going to make waves this offseason because James basically said, if you don't make changes, mm. I think I might head out. So Portland's the, something's happening to that team. And I think CJ makes the most sense to be moved. And if you look at trading CJ, he's not really valuable to a team unless they're a team that thinks they're one piece away from winning, some, winning the chip or at least competing because of kind of what he brings as a scoring option. So I narrowed it down to three teams that I thought were desperate enough to keep their main stars but also think they're only one piece away and McCullough might be the thing that kind of puts them over the line. I'll start off with the New Orleans Pelicans. They could give up... Oh, nice. It's reasonably pretty much a straight swap for Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum, which I think kind of the Portland front office will say to Dame, we're making a change. Here's a guy you can still throw the ball to and get a bucket if you need it. Probably a better defender than CJ, which is saying something that neither of them are great. And the Pelicans, well, that's perfect because they want to play Zion ball next year. They just want to give the ball to Zion. CJ's perfect. He can play off ball, unlike Brandon Ingram. So for mm. me, that trade makes a lot of sense. Um, second one was the Jazz. Bogdanovich and Joe Ingles for CJ. Wow. Because mm. the Utah Jazz are going to make changes, I think, just from their lack of mm. playoff success. Uh, CJ is a great piece. And for the Blazers, I think they're getting back two players that can play in your best seven on a playoff team and again shooters for dame which is good last one was the paces miles turner and either lever or tj warren for cj because the blazers lack a serious amount of defense which is what they'll get in miles turner so they get that plus someone that can still score the ball in lever or warren so there are my three guesses if cj gets moved of where he goes 
What do you think? I like CJ to the Pelicans um, mm. because I think that's that's a team that, like you said, think that they should be winning. Um, and, you know, they give gives them, again, the primary ball handler that they need and gives Zion some room down in the center. Um, oof, yeah, man. Uh, the Pacers one, I don't know, just because the Pacers are so boring. Mm. Uh, it is boring, but I could still see it happening. It's two boring oh, teams it's making so a swap. Boring. It's just perfect. So, it is, it is so boring. Like, oh. You don't think Sabonis leaves? They're not getting rid of Sabonis or Brogdon. I know. <sighs> he would be nice could... on the Blazers, though. Sabonis. Yeah. I would love to see that. But okay, the Pacers is a boring one. It's not a fantasy trade. It is a, it is a very realistic trade. Mm. But I could see it happening. You'll see CJ going to the paces. And what was the other one? It was the um. It, it I was like the sub- jazz. Both jazz. Bogdanovich and Jingle Bells for CJ McCollum. Mm. Jingle Bells. Mm. I mean, Jingle Bells was uh, you know, a runner for six man of the year. Robbed. And Bogdanovich Robbed for six man of the year. Yeah. Have you? Did but, you think about the Heat? Uh briefly. They don't have that many assets. If I'm being yeah, I was going to say. Like obviously Tyler Hero, but you don't want to. If they're training, you don't for give Dane, up everything. If you're training for Dan, maybe you're a Tyler Hero. <laughs> I don't know. I just think after what we saw the Heat this year, I don't think the trade value is high on many of their assets. To be no. honest, which is a shame. And to think no. that they wouldn't give up Tyler Hero in a trade for James Harden. Yeah, that that's. Is, hey, hey that give it time, insane. Ben. Give it time. <laughs> now, um, I saw one earlier today, which did tickle my fancy. And it does seem that this one particular team is after a bigger man. Um, and that is, again, Golden State. And I saw a bit of spicy pee. bit of spicy pee. So I, I saw that it was the Warriors looking to give up Wiseman and the seventh pick, Pascal Siakam. What do you think of that? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, look, it's my thing with the Warriors. I don't think Warriors need stars. Warriors just need dudes. Mm. They can, they've already got, I think when you've got Steph and Clay, you know what you're getting from Draymond. Wiseman can probably show glimpses of, you know, star potential. Glimpses Kelly's but there. Throughout the Kelly's year. there just to get Kelly's the great for the photos and to sell some jerseys. So 100%. I'll, 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 Will, Will will be watching because Kelly Uber is playing. <laughs> but they need, they. They don't need to replace the top. They need to replace the Iguodalas, the Sean Livingstons. Those are the people they need to be finding replace, like those kind of players. So I don't know. I don't think Spicy P's. I feel like he's just going to end up standing in the corner if he does play for them. Yeah, and I mean, I, I you look at where they're picking. Um, they can pick up a really good wing in someone like Scotty Barnes or, if the, or you know, a Keon Johnson um, at like their range of pick. Right, which fills another need on the bench if they need just someone who can come off. Like, I don't know where the spicy P does that. We saw him just being a spinning top all of this season, so mm. I don't know how much he's really going to add to a team that has two young pieces that, if they grow fast enough, mean that the longevity of Clay and Steph lasts longer. Because you, you bring in a person like Spicy P, like that, sure, that means win now, but it also means that in what two, three years, when Steph or Clay is going downhill, he's also going downhill too, probably. Whereas if you have the young players in, they're only just getting started. So do you reckon they don't trade their picks? Because, like, the Warriors this year? If I had to put money on it, I'd go the other way. I reckon they do trade both their picks and Wiseman. For uh, I think they'll get desperate. 
But for who? I don't think it should be yeah, Pascal. Who are, you, who are you thinking? I don't think it should be Pascal. It needs to be someone. It needs to be like a... I'd like to see someone like defend... I don't, I don't have a name, but someone like a good 3-and-D player, like a high one of the high-quality 3-and-D players. Because that's what they need. They need some defense because you're not getting it from Steph. And Clay Thompson's coming back from a couple of major injuries. Like, I think if you're being honest, he might be the same level of shooter, but I doubt he's going to be the same defensive presence he was. Could like, you... Unlikely. Could you trade for Bradley Beal? Wiseman and all your picks. Wiggins, you could trade. Yeah, I mean the cap. Oh, the cap becomes the issue. They've got so much. Yeah. Cap. Oh my god, they have got. So but they, much to be fair, the Warriors Wiggins don't mind going into the high cap. Yeah, you, you have to give up Wiggins. That's all right. So Wiggins, Wiseman, and you know three firsts. Wiggins, Wiseman, and three firsts for Bradley Beal. Woof. Damn. Eesh. That's good though. That's a serious. Imagine that that small ball lineup of Steph Clay, Beal, Draymond, and whichever veteran minimum they pick up. That's pretty Kevin, cool. Kevin Looney. Kevin Looney. Keep him there. I, think, I thought you were going to say Kevin Love. I was like, oh, Love. Yeah, I was. I, I thought you were saying Kevin Love as well. I'm like, oh, oh no. Or, or their rookie or their second year guy, Eric Pascal. Oh, yeah. He's not That's fun. I like him. I like him. That's fun. That's fun. That's a fun team. That's a That's fun, a fun nine, team. A fun nine seed. Exactly. That'd be, that'd be a nice play in team. Oh. Yeah. So there's a few. There are a few options this year. There This, this offseason, because it's not a bad. It's not a bad, um, you know, uh, free agent class, is it? I know Giannis was probably the big name, um, and he signed, but Kawhi still hasn't signed his player option. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Um, Carl Lowry, Demar Derozan. Did you say Mike Conley before? <laughs> some other names, really? <laughs> He's going to the uh, Oh, the man, Patrick Mills. Oh my God. Oh, Patty. Get him on a championship oh, team. That, that man oh, needs Derek Rose. Oh lord, he ain't leaving. He's the one man. person that needs to resign. He ain't. He's staying in New York. Look, Larry Markinen. God, look at these names I'm throwing out. Larry Markinen. Frank can we, Kaminsky. Can we do a? <laughs> can we do a segment which is? Can we do a segment with a list of names that all get paid more than Larry Markinen this off season? <laughs> <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon we can get a good hour and a half show out of that. <sighs> Well, uh, that would be that would be a good good future episode but unfortunately guys this is it for this app make sure you like us on facebook at the get around podcast and follow us on instagram and twitter at the get around pod thanks guys and bye